Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, new year, not new team forever, but new team for today. Anyways, it's Monday Night Raj as we are covering <laughs> Monday Night Raw. We've got Corduroy, Jimmy Corderas, me, Jack Farmer, and of course, the boss man himself, Raj Geary in the house. How you doing, buddy? You ever took a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia? <laughs> is that the yeah. uh, the boss man song? <laughs> it, it is. Can't say I've been to Cobb County, Georgia. <laughs> uh, no, I'm doing good, man. Uh, obviously, it was a, a scary night uh, mm-hmm. for NFL fans. I'm sure everyone watching was uh, uh, scary stuff. But yeah. you know, um, happy New Year to everyone. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I guess I don't know how yeah. you transition out of that. But, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, uh, I guess thoughts are with um, with uh, Demar Hamlin, and uh, I, I still don't know what happened with with mm-hmm. everything. I guess we're all kind of waiting to see what happened, but definitely uh, thoughts with him and his family, and hopefully everything works out. Uh, it was it was wild because I usually yeah. watch like I watch you know be, depending on what's happening. Mm-hmm. I have my iPad and then I have my TV, right. and one is on Monday Night Football, one's on Raw. And oh my, I mean, it was one of those things where it looked like a routine hit. Mm-hmm. And then he went down, got up, looked fine, and then just collapsed. And it mm-hmm. was just like, whoa, what what just what just happened? And right. they administered CPR and it was just like it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Right. And mm-hmm. I hate to say this, Jimmy, because I know you were there, but mm-hmm. it, I just got flashbacks of Owen that night. Ugh. And uh it was, you know, it's terrifying and mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the uh, the mystery of it all, and not really knowing <laughs> what it is. And uh, hopefully, they know what it is, and we just don't know what it is yet. And it's a like I, I I don't know what the fix is for this, but hopefully, it's something that's not as bad as it seems. You Absolutely, know? yeah, yeah. We can only hope for the best for Demar Hamlin. That's for sure. Because uh, like you like you said, Raj, I was there that night in Kansas City, uh, closer to it than anybody. Right. And, and I'm not saying that as a, you know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it, it is a very, very difficult thing to handle, you know, and, 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 you know, you know, the, the players, your teammates and stuff like that, just like a, a wrestling locker room, they become almost like your family, your road family. Right. You know what I mean? And it just, I, I can't imagine not only, uh, Demar Hamlin's family, but his road family too. They must be going through a real, real tough time right now. And, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with them all. 
definitely a reminder of just how dangerous a lot of the stuff is that happens mm -hmm. and how, you know, you got to be thankful for every minute because you never know when certain things might happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and again, not to, um, and again, Jimmy, I know you yeah. were there. It's, and I don't, you know, I hope I'm not, you no know, worries. No, no. stepping over a line or anything, but it, it had that, that, uh, that it was that same, like I had that same pit to my stomach when yeah. it was going on. Yeah. And, uh, where it, you know, it was just, uh, you, you just, the, the hardest part is not knowing That's right. the whole thing, not knowing what's going on. And, and, you know, um, you know, like you, you mentioned trying to, uh, you know, compare it to that day, that, that horrible tragic night in, in Kansas city, you know, uh, we didn't know what was going on either. And, uh, you know, I was even at the hospital at the time and, you know, hearing the news there, I just, I did, uh, you know, it just blew me away. I just, yeah. you know, it, and, it, and tonight, you know, again, at times are different tonight. They canceled the game, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, but there was for a while, it looked like we we're going to resume. I mean, yeah. they were not, uh, it took about an hour before they officially canceled the game. So, um, right. It's just, uh, you know, it's one of those things you can, yeah, those decisions are so hard to make and it's just. Uh, well, you you look at it and I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt there, Raj, but you, you look at the, the type of game it is. Uh, football is such a rough and physical game and you, you, your mind has to be on the game. You have to be aware of your surroundings at all times on that field, you know, because th there is such physicality going on. And if your mind is elsewhere, that's when other tragedy can potentially happen. So I think good call to just, you know. Yeah. And there on. is such a built into us, the show must go on, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it, it is hard to make that decision to cancel something or to stop something. Right. Uh, especially with something like football where if you don't know what's happening, I can imagine someone saying, it's unfortunate people get injured, but it happens all the time. Unfortunate mm -hmm. doesn't make the right decision to say this is something more than that. Right. And, and this is going to sound sick, but I'm sure some of them, you know, the execs are like, well, we have these ad spaces we got to fill and, you know, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. When someone is clearly uh, badly injured, it's just it's just I don't know. It's just it just sucks when you get the health mm -hmm. combined with with the business. And right. and uh, yeah, uh, it, it just, you know, my my thoughts are with, uh, you know, Damar Hamill and uh Hamlin, I mean, sorry. And uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was it was rough to watch. We uh, we got a couple of uh, super chats regarding it from Ralph the Ace, who says, uh, first, this was a scary night watching both events. This puts in perspective live events. Took the NFL almost an hour to postpone. Coaches made the call. Brought back a lot of 1999 memories. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ralph went on to say. To follow up, these decisions are very difficult. Puts live event emergency in full focus. Hard to know what's going on. Uh, mm -hmm. Prayers to him, his family. Uh, right. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's it's definitely one of those deals that, um, you know, you – you uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough to know what to do, but I think uh, when someone's life may be on the line, you got to uh, – mm -hmm. You definitely got to uh, reevaluate what's uh, what's uh, you know what you do. So uh, real quick, um, we got some comments in the chat. Uh, Ricky, uh, do we sound better now, or is this? Are you still having the same uh, issue? Please let us know. 
Yeah. A couple of people say, yeah, I think my mic might have been through my uh, headphones as opposed to the mic. So hopefully oh, okay. it's, it's fixed. Okay. Does uh, it sound yeah. different? You sound the same as when you started. Yeah. Me. Yeah. To me, too. Yeah. Okay. There was, a, there was a little point there, Jack, where you had a little bit of a, a minor hiccup, but that was it. Oh. So, no. Oh. Uh, well, in any case. Um, Apparently, Tommy O says you guys are good now, so thank oh, you, Tommy. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was just a uh, internet connection or something. There but you go. <clears throat> let's, let's talk some news. Let's talk okay. some wrestling news. Uh, let's talk about the wrestling world and how we're all eagerly awaiting Wrestle Kingdom 17 mm -hmm. for a number of reasons. Not to mention the one a lot of people waiting for, Sasha Banks making her long-awaited return to some capacity. However, the former Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion might not be alone on her overseas trip. PW Insider reports that her former tag team partner, Trinity, known as Naomi in WWE, is also slated to be in Japan. Uh, Raj, this is, I, I think, right now, Sasha Banks, uh, Mercedes, whatever name she's going to go by, mm -hmm is a big deal it's a big thing is her bringing uh trinity with her does that add on to it for you i i mean i i have no idea if uh trinity is there on an official capacity or is just a, a supporting friend mm -hmm. it's an it you know it's an expensive trip to go as a friend right. but still maybe she is i mean they got money so um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is a, you know, you know, I, I'm not I'm not one of those that likes to um, burst my bubble or I don't, I don't know what the right <laughs> saying is. Yeah. But uh, I've reported back in the summer about Sasha being granted her release and she had non-compete. Obviously, it just came due. And mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, but finding out stuff about Naomi was I've never got any word either way so mm -hmm. uh i don't know i don't know what the deal is right now with her i don't know if she is also if she also got a release or uh if she's still under contract but um you know i think it's uh definitely very interesting and, and look uh you know sasha if she's used right she could be uh she could be a you know she could be a factor but mm -hmm. if she's one of those like soraya you know when she came in huge pop the week she came in two weeks later she's nothing um it, it all depends on if you use her in the right way so mm -hmm. we'll see yeah jimmy it's definitely uh sasha mercedes is one of those mm -hmm. probably a handful of people in wrestling right now that is starting to make that crossover to people who aren't watching wrestling who yeah. know who she is and that makes her exceptionally important but also i think with wrestling fans wrestling we can't too you know as wrestling <laughs> fans there is something about the the big story that happened with both of them and then <laughs> both leaving at the same time like raj just left us high and dry yeah <laughs> but uh yeah uh walking out the idea that it's both of them together does make it a little bit more spicy right yeah, of course it makes it spicy. And, you know, it's got people, you know, thinking what's going on here. And, you know, is it, it because it's not official that she's there for the event. It just says that she's going to be in Japan at the same time as uh, as uh, Sasha Mercedes or whatever name she's going to go by. But is it in support of her friend? And there's also rumors about possibly WWE reaching out to, uh, you know, New Japan and maybe a working relationship 
you know, if, if you believe the rumors and, you know, Carl Anderson obviously going over and doing his little thing there and WWE allowing him whereas in the past, that would never, ever happen. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so, you know, all this talk about forbidden doors and stuff like that, who knows, maybe this is a, uh, a first notch into opening a door, you know, what yeah. I mean? who knows, yeah. who knows, and, there's so and, many and, possibilities here. Right. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I think it's funny because I think if you look at Ronda Rousey right now mm -hmm. and you look at Sasha Banks, who who would make more of an impact, you know, at, at, for a big WrestleMania match? And, and to me right now, it's Sasha Banks. You get Sasha, you know, against Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair or uh, Rhea Ripley. Sasha is the one, not mm -hmm. not Ronda. I think she's a much bigger star right now at this point than uh, Ronda Rousey is. And that's no yeah. disrespect to Ronda Rousey. No. It's just where we're at yeah and and if i if i may interject here uh she is a bigger star to the like you said the wrestling fan the hardcore wrestling fan right. who who is really like pays attention to the goings on outside the ring as well as what's going on on tv and in the ring and on pay-per-views and ple's and all that sort of stuff so yeah uh yeah there yeah, i'm curious to see what's happening what the next steps are going to be that's for sure yeah. Well, if you also look at the way they're trending, uh, Ronda Rousey is a massive star from her time in the UFC. But every year that goes by, those days were longer ago where, uh, you know, Mercedes is in The Mandalorian. She's in, uh, I mean, Barmageddon's not the biggest show in the world, but she's on there right now. Uh, she's doing things that make it look like her stock is going up as opposed to what she did in the past. So if I am a... You know, if I'm looking at who would be the big star I'd want, I want the person who's going to get bigger, not the person who's done the thing. And I don't mean to say Ronda's like, I'm not saying she's like washed up, but, you know, the, the one that seems to be trending upwards is Sasha right now. Yeah. And Ronda, I mean, she's one of the, you know, she's a star like that everyone knows, right? Like she's the, the biggest household name in WWE. Like more people know Ronda Rousey than probably anyone else in the company. But, she's no longer at that point where I could tell a friend like, Oh, Ronda Rousey is going to be wrestling. You should come watch this. And they, you know, they'd care. Um, her, you know, her, her, uh, impact has definitely dropped. I think, you know, mm -hmm. you know, like if I tell a friend stone cold is coming back or the rock is coming back they're they're mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if I tell a wrestling fan, Sasha Banks is coming back, you know, I think, uh, you know, not a, not a casual person, but a, a wrestling fan, mm -hmm. they'd be interested. So, I think she's just uh, Sasha right now is the biggest name out there that's not currently uh, aligned with anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I think she's the one I think everyone's getting. So, hey, I mean, it must have paid off for her to, to do what she did, because I bet if she signs another contract, it's going to be a bit bigger than the one she had when she left. Mm -hmm. So. I'm always a fan of talent betting on themselves and winning. So yeah, uh, she's she's definitely up to negotiating power. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. And uh, before we get going, I did want to put up. Uh, we got a super chat from Juan. Thank you so much. Now there was no message in there, Juan. So uh, if you do have anything you want to say, just go ahead and put it in there, and we'll uh, put it in the chat, and we'll make sure to shout you out there. But either way, thank you so much. And we uh, did get the other two super chats, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. Um. But uh, let's get into the show. Before we mm -hmm. chat about everything, of course, thank you for everyone who's listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere your audio podcasts are. Thank you to anyone who's watching YouTube later on. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. But if you're here with us live, 
please join in the chat. Join folks like Ethan Cruz and Jake, Jakey Bakey and Dylan Matthews and Zook Enigma and Juan, who was just here a second ago, Ricky and uh, everybody else, Johnny, Adam, Bit, and uh, Tokes Kazim and everybody else. Thank you guys so much for joining us uh, live. Let us know what you thought of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you guys know what I thought of the show because that's the part of the show we are in on our show. Lots mm-hmm. of shows. It's an onion. You got to peel it a little bit. Uh, we start with the bloodline running rough shot, and it's a hostile takeover because of Kevin Owens. Adam Pierce says he's done letting the bloodline do what they want, and he sends security and the locker room after him. Raj, it's been a while since we've chatted, but one thing that doesn't change is I love a good locker room empty in melee. I loved the start of this show. This one picked up hot. I was, I loved it. What did you think? That was a great, a great opening. I mean, you can't go wrong with the bloodline. They're awesome. And Sammy, mm-hmm. you know, Sammy, you know, if you start off the beginning of last year and saying, "Hey, we should, uh, we should pair Sammy Zayn with the bloodline," <laughs> people would be like, you know, like, no, that makes no sense. <laughs> and it has just been genius. It has yeah. been the best. Uh, thing going on in wrestling sammy mm-hmm. is just on another level right now the bloodline they're great roman Reigns, roman reigns to me uh i know we we disagree on this but uh, to me roman reigns was the wrestler of the year every match of his feels like a big event and to me uh to hold that up and and to just feel important every time you're out there means a lot mm-hmm. And uh, t- so to me, he was he, he was the wrestler of the year. Obviously, I wish he would be on Raw more, uh, but uh, I thought this the open was great. It's yeah, the you we can uh, debate wrestler of the year all we want, but no one's gonna <laughs> yeah. fault you for picking Roman Reigns as wrestler of the year. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, who yeah. would you pick, real quick? I, I I would have to agree, and I don't want to sound like the guy who's just jumping on the bandwagon, but like you said, it's been a long time where we've had a superstar come out that makes every time he steps in the ring for a match feel special, and that's mm-hmm. what Roman Reigns has done. Yes, we see him on TV, we see him in the locker room with with his with the wise man Paul Heyman and all that sort of stuff but he looks like an important individual he looks like he's ruling the roost he looks like he's in charge and you know what I and, and he's doing a great job of getting people to want to see him get his ass beat yeah you know what i mean it, it at the end of the day like i've said a hundred times before it's like the wheel it started off as uh, made of stone then it became wood then it became rubber then uh, you know, vulcanized rubber, run flat tires, stuff like that. The tire evolved, right. but at the end of the day, the tire is round. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is that old school heel, but in an updated version that still generates that heat. And 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 which, especially with the hardcore audience today, is hard to do. He's believable. Uh, Jack, I think you 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 picked Mox, right? No, I said uh, Rollins is my wrestler. Oh, Rollins. Oh. Uh, because I, I, I gave it to him cause he's been on more and I feel, I, I give guys a lot of credit when they can feel like a star, even though they lose a lot. I think that's a tough thing to do you lost I tonight. Think, <laughs> lost tonight. Uh, uh, I, I think that when you can keep the audience behind you the way he does and be as entertaining as he is and lose as often as he does, I, I don't know. I feel like he, he, to me, he he was the wrestler of the year, but I'm not going to... If you say... If, if if the world said Roman Reigns is the wrestler of the year, I'd be like, I'm fine with that. I'm not... 
I'm not gonna argue. Well, it, it all depends on what your criteria is because Roman's yeah. hardly wrestled on TV, right? And so, you know, when people are like, "Oh, it, it mocks wrestle way more," okay, that's cool. Yeah. But wrestling matches that no one's watching, he's wrestling mm-hmm. matches on Rampage, but uh, <laughs> you, you know. But if yeah. that's more important, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I guess it all depends I, on your thing. And the storyline he's in is just phenomenal. Like you said, you know, mm-hmm. his the supporting cast it just adds to everything he does. I mean, oh, my well, this my, is my a... daughters my daughters don't watch wrestling that much, but they'll they'll watch it here and there. They'll go and I showed them that angle where mm-hmm. Sammy was being turned down, and then he got the honorary Ooze shirt, and so they cool. popped. They just, I mean, they loved it. Like right. this angle. And everyone involved, Sammy and then Roman with his, you know, his persona, the way he plays off of Sammy. It's just amazing. It's, it's, it's some of the best TV uh, wrestling TV I've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I, I, and going to, to bring it back full circle. I think Sammy Zayn is the reason it's still going great too. I don't know if, if they didn't get Sammy Zayn, I think a lot of us would be like, okay, it's getting kind of old, but Sammy Zayn made it fresh, made it entertaining, made it different. Mm -hmm. We don't need yeah. Roman anymore because he can carry the load week mm-hmm. in and week out. And Raj, to your point, like you said that mm-hmm. January 2022, I'd have been like, what? <laughs> yeah. what? You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but here we are. Um, I, I do have one quick question for you, Jimmy. Uh, mm-hmm. How much do they pay the security at WWE? Because if I was working security, <laughs> go get rid of the bloodline, I quit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I question that too. I don't think they make enough. They couldn't pay me enough to do that anyway. But uh, nope, nope. I, I would tell Adam Pierce respectfully they mm-hmm. can stay there as long as they want to. <laughs> right. Uh, so that sets up a few uh, matches down the line, and we'll get to those. Uh, mm-hmm. But we get a a matchup that I have been waiting all mm-hmm. night to talk to Raj about. Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, So we get a quick promo beforehand. Uh, The story of the match here really comes at the end where guys in masks are at ringside and on the Titan Tron, still the Titan Tron to me. Uh, This makes Alexa Bliss go crazy and she attacks the ref. She attacks Bianca and then she DDTs the champ multiple times before leaving. And of course, later in the night, Alexa says that she's in Bianca's head and the title is hers. Raj, I'm going to go back to back. First question with you. Mm. How did you like the magic of this? <laughs> oh, God. You know, I mean, it's, it's funny. Like, there are certain criticisms that I know as soon as I make it, I'm going to get a lot of hate. You know, Uncle making fun of Uncle Howdy. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, no, it's great, you freaking idiot. And, <laughs> and look, Alexa Bliss, going back to this Bray Wyatt stuff, it's just, mm-hmm. it's like terrifying. I, and um, I, I just hate it. I hate, I hate the magic. I think mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss was the best when she was just on her own, a heel before that. And uh, I, I just hate it. Um, and also at the end when you had Alexa and I, I tweeted this out, but Alexa bliss beating Bianca Belair's ass at the end. To me, it's like the Miz beating up Brock Lesnar. It's just, I just don't buy it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just hard to, hard to buy into. And, uh, well, I don't know. I just, I just could, I just couldn't get into it. I think Bianca's on another level. Um, 
I think Alexa's a great personality. Her going back to the Bray Wyatt stuff's a step backwards, though. I, you know, with the Bray Wyatt stuff, and maybe this is where I start to get get yelled at too. I like the idea of Bray Wyatt. I think is what I've. Same. I like the idea of it. I like his promos. I also think it's been like six months, dude. When are we yeah. going to start getting some wrestling matches instead of just these teases? When are we? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's more guys with masks, but there were guys with masks in the crowd back at Extreme Rules. Like mm-hmm. what? I feel like we're just not moving this forward, Jimmy. Is uh, is this? Does this work for you? Uh, you know what? I, I it can, but it's this. The way it's being presented right now is not working because one of the things that bothers me about this whole situation, especially tonight, it made the title feel secondary. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. I get the whole idea about maybe she's being possessed by this 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 demon or this character that you know that has some kind of you know mystical powers over her. Okay. I get, but at the same time, this is your wall women's championship that you're talking about. And she kind of left, forgot all about that made, it meant nothing anymore. What meant was me getting, getting back to this uh, evil persona. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and again, this is a business based on wanting to be champion because when you're the champion, you're the top, you know, you're the top of your field. And I, I think that, I think, I think that's where they lost me tonight. And especially at the end, too, I, I get it. She attacked the referee and stuff like that. And it took forever for somebody to come down to anybody. When did it ever, you know, d- d- does nobody in the back watch the matches on the monitor? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't get a real announcement for the finish. It's later on. It's kind of like the 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 uh, the announce team uh, kind of covered by saying, oh, it was a disqualification because she attacked the referee. But it wasn't an official, you know, call. Yeah. Jimmy, I think you need to talk to some of these referees because lately in WWE, they've been getting beat up a lot. Like people have been attacking them a lot lately. It seems Mm -hmm. Uh, they would never mess with you, but you got to teach them how to defend themselves a little bit. Well, well, back, back in the day, I, I got beat up by the other referees. (laughs) I'm trying to put you over, Jimmy. (laughs) I know. I know. But, but there, there's, there's the problem. See, when I, when I stand up and say something, the other referees kind of get hot at me and just kind of like the ones in AEW are probably hot at me. Uh, I like what you said though, about the, the title feeling secondary. It does feel like this, a lot of what we're seeing could have been bliss versus, you know, uh, Tegan Knox or um, someone else and still get this without putting the title on the back burner. And, and and real quick, a, a question kind of on the wrestler of the year, uh, as far as the women's wrestler of the year, uh, I, you know, and I'm, I'd like to hear who, who you guys pick. But for me, it was Bianca. But I feel like she hasn't had that big feud because it's just kind of like this person comes in, beats her in a tag match or whatever, gets a title shot. She hasn't had that big story, like that big nemesis. And Sasha could have been it. And, you know, her, her match at Sasha last year's WrestleMania, it was epic. Um, but she hasn't had that kind of feud this year where it, it really took her to the next level. And I feel like she needs that. And uh, this Alexa magic stuff, isn't it, in my opinion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, female wrestler of the year. I say Mandy Rose. I mean, she was the face of NXT 2.0 the entire year. I And she wrestled a lot. I don't know. Like, she was basically, like, held up that division. No, Not saying that no one else in that division was any good, but, like, she was basically the the 
the tent pole of that division for the entire year. You got to give her some credit. Yeah, I, like, I say Mandy Rose. Okay. Well, you know, it, it's, it's funny because, uh, you know, it could have been Charlotte who was out for a long period of time, you know, mm-hmm. and showed what kind of a, uh, an attraction she can be just by coming back this past Friday on the last SmackDown of the year, showing you what kind of a star she is. Uh, maybe you can make a, you can make a case for someone like a, a Bailey, in my opinion, again. Mm-hmm. And here I go back to talking about heels actually being heels and generating heel heat. Mm-hmm. And that's what she does. And she does it very well. Bailey and, would and be I, on my list too, I think. She's been great, but she's been out for half the year. So that's exactly, why I, I that's the problem, yeah. Because Mandy, <laughs> most of them haven't been, outside of Bianca, I think most of the big names have been hurt or off at some point. Mm. But there is also the, the whole thing of being on the big stage. You know, being right. on there. on the stadium shows, being mm-hmm. in front of 40, 50, 60,000 fans right. and NXT, you're in front of that same crowd week in, week out. And mm-hmm. and because of that, I, I almost disqualify NXT talent on on everything, you know, mm-hmm. um, same as uh, Chase, you packs that place out. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's funny. Like I was getting a lot of heat because uh when I tweeted out, who do you think is Russell's year? And I didn't include Dax Harwood. And, mm. uh, and, and, and people are like, how, how, how do you not include him? And I'm like, well, he's had a great year of matches, but he's won mm. one singles match the whole year. Mm. So, you know, when, when you're looking at, when I think of wrestler of the year, I'm thinking about people carrying a promotion on their back and they're headlining the pay-per-views and they're mm-hmm. not just having good matches. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so you know, uh, I did. I felt like uh, with the, on the the female side, I thought Bianca was the closest to that. But you didn't have like like the year before, like Charlotte Flair or mm-hmm. Sasha Banks or uh, someone really like that you could put in that main event. Uh, and you you just didn't have that this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I mean, I, I would be okay with Bailey and Bianca in that conversation too. I think mm-hmm. they yeah. they were both. Not- they were both great too, and, and I like the point you made there, Raj. About it. it's it's much more than having four or five star matches, right? It, yeah. it, you know that 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 was awesome. Mm. I mean, Dax it could be wrestler of the year. You're just talking right, right? Yeah. Yeah. best in ring or best yeah. technical sure. or because yeah. he did have a pretty pretty good year. He was awesome. Though. He's amazing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. FTR uh, again. I wouldn't vote them tag team of the year because again they they lost like their last five <laughs> matches. Uh, they weren't on any of the pay-per-views. I don't think yeah. they ever had a single straight up tag match on <clears throat> AEW pay-per-view. They, they, they were on they tons did. of pay-per-views, just not AEW pay-per-view. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. They were on Forbidden Door and 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 stuff and, like uh, that, but <laughs> but not on uh, you know. And I, I I don't get what happened, but the fact that they didn't have that match with the young bugs, like titles versus titles and th- that big match, such a lost opportunity. Yeah. And that's not on there. That's not on them, but mm-hmm. it didn't happen. And right. uh, ultimately booking is part of it. It's a side thing, but I think if the acclaim didn't take off the way they did, we would have gotten that draped in gold FTR, which is mm-hmm. what I think they mm-hmm. needed. Like I really mm-hmm. wanted that visual of them with right. all of the titles, but mm-hmm. Also, yeah. acclaimed was so hot. Like I'm just like, yeah, you can't have FTR beat the acclaimed. Right if now. they if the acclaimed had if they were able to keep up the next year what they did in the last four months, their tag team of the year next year. I mean, they're yeah. the most overact on the show a lot of weeks. Uh, they're that 
rap they did on Jeff Jarrett last oh, week. Wow. Oh my god, uh, it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. As they say, that ruffled some feathers. Oh, uh, Jack, mm-hmm. you're muted for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm muted again. Can you uh, hear me now? What's going on? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't. Hear, I, can't I can't hear any of you guys. Hold on. Can Is everyone hear me? Can everyone hear oh, me? I can. I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear Raj. Hold on one second. <clears throat> oh. Can Is you hear it, me? Uh, let us know in the chat if you're having any audio issues. Yeah, exactly. Because Jim I'm, King I'm, Dylan Matthews says he can hear me. Yeah. I can hear you too. I, no Dylan issues. says he can hear all three. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's use that. Speaking of hearing, Dream Realm Studio says all three as well. So Okay. And Ricky says one, two, three. I, I think he's Audio saying testing yeah. one, two, three, but I'll count mm-hmm. that as hearing all three, Ricky. Let's uh <laughs> Let's, okay, now I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Go. Let's speaking of hearing, let's talk about a music city street fight. Elias demands a street fight and he gets it, but he doesn't get the concert that he was about to play before uh, solo came mm-hmm. out. Match we got was far more hard hitting than I was expecting to, given the setup. But uh Hardy gives Elias a guitar and it doesn't work. So Hardy gets in the ring and uses a guitar himself on solo which i'm sure if you're just reading results is going to be very confusing uh solo hits elias in the throat before slamming through a piano uh jimmy mm-hmm. this i said it as i was explaining this thing i thought this was going to be just a silly goofy fun time match and we had a little bit of that but it felt like elias was trying to place himself amongst the heavy hitters no and and i think it was well booked for solo as well to make him look like the badass individual that he's being booked as i thought they're booking him precisely the way he needs to be booked he looks he has to look like a beast that just could go through anybody right now except for a tambourine that was the part you know like (laughs) you're hitting him with a guitar but he's selling more for the tambourine and i'm like Oh my goodness. But <laughs> other than that, I thought, you know, hey, good hard hitting win for solo. And, and it, it, you know, especially considering, you know, other members of the uh, bloodline aren't doing so well. I mean, Elias was, I, look, I know Solo's the guy he won. That's the story. Mm-hmm. But Elias feels like he was putting some extra stank on those chops throughout mm-hmm. this match. It felt like he wanted to, uh, show that he can hit with the best of them as well. But Raj, I'm worried. Elias took a shot to the throat. Will he be able to perform next week? (laughs) Elias, you know, he was trying to get in his minutes for sure. You know, like he was, uh, I I felt bad. Like that piano didn't break all the way. So that, that probably hurt, you know, uh, at the end. Um, They had Elias do his promo at the beginning, which, you know, that got, that's what got him over in the first place. And so Mm -hmm. it was great seeing them allow him to get, back what uh, originally got him over mm-hmm. I, I look at Solisaqua and um i said this about samoa joe before like if they book samoa joe in on the wwe main roster like mm-hmm. solo you know solo Sequoia, he would have been massive granted mm-hmm. samoa joe got injured a lot and who knows how it would have turned out but man uh they are doing a great job with solo Sequoia. He, he the guy looks he looks the part uh they're just doing an amazing job. So uh, I thought this was, this went off great. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. One of the few I, times where I think both guys came out looking, because Solo, again, clearly the star. I don't know what their yeah. plans are for him, but I could see him challenging anybody right now. Uh, but again, Elias, I think 
he's someone who always has these short matches, Ross, to your point of him getting the most of his minutes. And this one felt like the first time we've seen him just like go for a little bit in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll see where we see where those guys go. We did get a super chat uh, from John Jordan. We're going to go back a little bit. The Wyatt stuff had potential and I'm all for the long-term stories, but dragging on and on and now diminishing others. What happened to Funhouse characters? Sloppy. Um, I will say this. I think LA Knight has been just outstanding in this. Like he is fun to watch. He is just owning each segment. Uh, I hope this doesn't end with him squashed in 30 seconds and ooze coming out of his forehead. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, but uh, but you're right. You're right, Raj. He's, you know, on the stick, he's just killing it. And, you know, and, and I hate bringing up the conversation. Oh, well, that's the difference between the promos back in the day when someone else was in charge. And now that Hunter's in charge, you know, the guys are given a, a little more freedom on the mic to experiment. And maybe that's the case. And maybe that's what's working is the guys are told to feel their characters and be their characters, you know, and, and, it, it, LA Knight, it, like you said, he is killing it on the mic, man. Wow. He's yeah. Amazing. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good. <laughs> he is so good. I'm with you, Rush. I think I feel like he's like carrying these. The I'm I'm rooting for LA Knight in this rivalry. Just so you know. <laughs> when, when I see Uncle Howdy, I'm like, oh God, this is dumb as fuck. But <laughs> like I, I can't wait for LA Knight to cut a promo on Uncle Howdy now. Like he's just gonna tear and, him. Yeah, when he, he's like you're doing your, you know, when he rips spray, it's just like dead on. It's just he's mm-hmm. so good. And yeah. uh and he's natural. It's not like he he seems like he's uh, you know, rehearsing lines and he's trying to spit out these insults. He mm-hmm. is just, he just blends it. He reminds me of MJF. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it just feels natural coming out of mm-hmm. his mouth. He's great. Absolutely. He absolutely is. And we got Dylan Matthews, uh, Jeff King saying LA night money in the bank, 2023. I would love LA night. With yeah. Money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whose game is it? Whose case is it? <laughs> yeah. LA night. Case. Dude, I, 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 even though storyline wise, it doesn't make sense for Bray Wyatt to lose his first feud. I'm right. all for LA Knight winning this. Hey, I know. I'm really rooting for LA Knight. Like, <laughs> I know everyone else is. Come on, Uncle Howdy, or come on. Uh, this Uncle Howdy stuff. I was in the mountains yeah. and uh, I was trying to watch SmackDown. <laughs> And, and oh. uh, I was there with my brother-in-law, their family, and they're like, oh, the girls can't watch wrestling, and then I had to turn mm-hmm. it off. Uh, but it started with the Uncle Howdy stuff, and my daughter's like, oh, who's on? I, I just couldn't even say it. I couldn't say yeah. Uncle Howdy. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I mean, not to make this a SmackDown show, but I just, I, again, I, I like the idea, but I feel like I, I want to see Bray Wyatt have rivalries with other wrestlers, not... Yeah. Right, not just its own show with his own character. Give him his own show mm-hmm. and he can do his own characters and stuff. But right but now, he's just credit, credit. Yeah. he has been elevated in this feud. You yeah, know, that's true. he, he was right. he wasn't doing much before, and now, uh, you know, he's a, he's in the featured spot with a, a with a big star. So again, I hope he doesn't get squashed and ooze comes out of his head because right. this feels like he is has been owning it, mm-hmm. and uh, he's the most entertaining part of this feud, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to lose, but then the next right, like, I think after that, they're going to go, Oh, he's actually a star. Let's right. do something mm-hmm. with him. But I have a feeling his fate has been sealed with, uh, he can't win. Bray Bray just Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Right. No, it's just, it's just that he has to bring out the, the absolute worst or which is the best of Bray Wyatt. If that makes sense. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, the LA Knight character can do that. Yes. Yes. So we'll see how that one plays out. But uh, we have a six man tag Street Profits mm-hmm. and Kevin Owens versus the Usos and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story here is Montez isn't really present as he's thinking about what happened with Bianca. Uh, eventually he kicks it into high gear before he gets Haluva kicked himself and he gets pinned. Uh, Solo Sokoa was getting involved and of course we get a post-match attack, but it's stopped by Sheamus and Drew McIntyre as they arrive and get rid of the Usos. Raj, this is just that perfect pre-Royal Rumble, everyone is beating up everybody situation Mm -hmm. to me. What were your thoughts? I think Dawkins is he's almost really underrated. He has gotten so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was awesome in this Montez Ford is a, a future superstar. Um, mm-hmm. I think when I was watching him and Sami Zayn, I'm like, with the right storyline, this could be a pay-per-view big match down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know if it's a, you know, maybe Montez is world champion. Cause he Montez has, he's gotten to that point where he's, he's got the look, he, he's got the athletic ability he could be a world champion down the road. Um, yeah, and he's got the he's got all the stuff you see on TV, obviously, but also just his backstory is great. You know, former mm-hmm. military stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you said to me, Jack, in the future, Montez the world champion, I'd be like, yeah, I I, I believe it. But it's not weird to me. But I like what you said about Dawkins. I think Dawkins is underrated too. I feel like yeah. Dawkins heard everyone chatting about Ford and was like. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I, I got to do something about this. He uh, is he is yeah. awesome. He is awesome. Yeah, he uh, he's really stepped it up. He doesn't get all the uh, I feel like the all the respect that he deserves, but he is mm-hmm. he is really good. And you know, got in shape too. Yeah, he's hey, everyone the, in this match is so good. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like the Marty Jannetty of this group. You know what I mean? Because everybody forgets how good Marty Jannetty was in the ring. Actually, yeah, yeah, Marty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he the, was amazing. Uh, he oh, just had oh, his oh. issues, but yeah. <laughs> he, have, he got fired every seven days. <laughs> uh, but but Jimmy, this is again, it's it's Royal Rumble season, like, right. and and we've got a what's different here from what maybe old regimes is not only do you have the you know uh, the brawling brutes and Drew McIntyre showing up on Monday, but you've also got that little bit of crossover with Montez being upset about something that happened in Bianca's match that mm-hmm. may involve, involve Bray Wyatt. And right. I feel like so much stuff is intermingling here that if we had a, the Royal rumble tomorrow, I'd already be interested in seeing what happens between different people in that match. No, absolutely. And that's the whole idea. Going into Royal Rumble season is planting various seeds, different seeds, not just a seed here, a seed there. A lot of seeds need to be planted that allow for a lot of opportunity for intermingling different, you know, uh, rivalries. Let's put it that way. You know, it doesn't have to be, okay, we're going to marry this person with this person for a long feud or this one and this one. This is now, oh, you can see this group versus this group, you can see this, this guy versus that guy and, and, and kind of switch things up around and even kind of a little dissension amongst uh, teams themselves. You can see almost with the, with the bloodline, maybe there could be a little bit of, Hmm, you know, uh, once, once they get into the rumble, so to speak. The rumble is so interesting. This rumble is looking like it could be one of the best in years. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited. It's it's going to be. I'm. I I love the rumble anyway. So 
And and this year, you know, if if they get all the names that they're that are rumored right now, you get Cena, right. Stone Cold, The Rock. I mean, and then on top of that, Lesnar, mm-hmm. you know, Roman, your current stars. And I know some people are going to roll their eyes, but Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You, you know, you have these mega, mega, mega stars over two nights, and mm-hmm. you, you mix and match those with Cody and. Seth Rollins and it's just it's just gigantic. I mean, if if they're able to get all those names, it's just mm-hmm. insane what they could do. Do you do, do you do go? Uh, that's the question though. Do you go to a forty man rumble again? Like, the, uh, like, the, or is that just too many people? I like the idea, but on the day of, I remember yeah. thinking like, okay, we could probably right skip ahead of it. Yeah, yeah, pare it down a little bit. <laughs> Uh, like I remember once, like when we were at like 25, and I was like, "Oh wait, there's 15 more to go." I was a little bit like, "Oh, what is it?" Sorry, I lost the audio there for a second. <laughs> oh, uh, do you think they should bump it up to 40 person rumbles? Hmm. Oh, uh, I know. Eh, I like it 30. Yeah. yeah. On paper, right now, I'm like, yeah, the more the merrier. But then, right. I just remember that day going, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, we still got a long way to go." <laughs> yeah. And Jim, you were you were with WWF in 1992, right? Yes. That Royal Rumble was the most insanely packed Royal Rumble. You had mm-hmm. Savage, Hogan, Piper, oh. Flair, uh, DiBiase. Yeah. Uh, it was just in Sid, Sid Vicious. I know, like mm-hmm. he's not remembered as as fondly, but he was he's a my huge all time favorite. Right, he was I awesome. Love I yeah. love, I love Sid Undertaker, mm-hmm. Undertaker, Snake yes. Roberts. It, it, it was, was just insane. Is, it was if you insane. think back to it. Yeah, you think Bulldog. back to it. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mm-hmm. Justice for Sid Justice, by the way. I, went, I, went, I love Sid. I, I'm Sid. Sid was one of those guys, when he's on TV, how can you not look at him? He just pops. Exactly. Yeah. And when he has a microphone, he's crazy. <laughs> he he had this line. I remember, like walking to the ring one day, just mm. such a random one of those one-offs. But he was like, "Who opened up the gates of hell and let this man out?" I was like, "That is just the coolest thing I've ever heard." No. <laughs> and it was just something just yeah. off the spot that yeah. he was doing. Mm-hmm. They uh, the greatest one was when he, he was. T- there's that video where he's talking. I think the Outsiders or something, and he was like. Uh, <laughs> You're half the man I am, and I have half the brain you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Tremendous. Yeah, when he said People that. People made uh, fun of it, but I was like, that makes him sound more dangerous to me. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, uh, he's out of his mind, this guy. This guy's good. You got a right. He's a crazy oh, he's guy. Psycho. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that that barber shop when he, like, destroyed the barber shop, oh. and he had that shaving cream on his face, and he just right. looked freaking crazy. It was awesome. You're right. Yeah. I love Sid Vicious. We have Sid speaking of speaking of uh, psychotic people. We have uh, Dexter Loomis in a match going up against Chad Gable. Um, looks like Dexter's officially moving on from the Miz here. I thought Otis was the MVP of this entire segment, uh, but uh, ends with Dexter getting the win with a pin reversal. 
Jimmy Cordaris, where mm. was the Miz and Bronson Reed? It's now been two weeks since their uh, team up. I have no idea. And there was no explanation, no nothing. And, and no Johnny Gargano as well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, I don't know. There's, there's, I, I want to say there's something missing with this Dexter Loomis thing. You know, there's something that isn't just not, whether it's, you know, the rivalry he's in right now or who, who his opponents are. And don't get me wrong, Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. You talk about underrated. There's a guy who could be, you know, a, a single star and or even a tag team star with Otis. But uh, um, so th- it just seems that right now there's something about Dexter Loomis that's not clicking. It's not, you know, it, the whole idea is to get you invested, to get you invested in him as a as a character, as a performer, as an in-rank talent. And he's not doing that right now for me anyways. Yeah, Raj, what's your take on Dexter? I don't know if we've had the chance to talk about Dexter Loomis together. What do you what do you think about the guy? Um, well, for, I, I think he's just been miscast. I feel like his character, you know, one of the problems I think with Triple H uh, bringing in all these people uh, is that he's assuming the audience knows everyone from NXT, I think, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think Triple H has been doing a great job. I feel like the, the products have been much better. But a lot of these people don't know who Dexter Loomis is. A lot of these people don't, you know, any, anytime he's bringing it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Jonah, when he brought Bronson Reed back, it was silent. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think for some of these where, where you have a character like Dexter Loomis is a character, some vignettes might help out or, or something mm-hmm. uh, where uh, you're introducing them to the audience as, as opposed to, you know, what's really interesting is that the NXT 0.0 guys, and I'm mm-hmm. talking like Sami Zayn and, and Nakamura and and uh, Charlotte Flair, when they would come up to the main roster, they were super over. And then these NXT 2.0 guys, when they come up, no one seems to know who they are, even mm-hmm. though they're in a much wider audience being on USA as opposed to the 0.0 was on just on the US, you know, on the WWE network. Mm-hmm. So it, it is kind of interesting that those guys were way more over than this, the, the theoretically the ones that should have a, a much wider audience. Well, and I think too, I think you make a good point about Dexter being miscast because I think it's not just Dexter, but they're kind of presenting him the way he was when he was with Johnny Gargano in the way and, and all those things. But it's, it's actually kind of a nuanced thing where he's this psych- psychopath that is never not charismatic but we love him because he's a part of this group, but we don't know the story of the group on the main roster or what right. this is. And right. so we're supposed to like this psychopath who never talks, even though they've not really done anything to make me like Dexter Loomis <laughs> outside of him, fe- like feuding with Miz, who I'm not supposed to like, but outside and, and of they that, were in cahoots for a while, you know, like right. the storyline's yeah. very convoluted. I think yeah. they need to make him a killer heel. He's just like, <laughs> Make him ultra violent, violent in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Something different, where he's choking people out, doing you know, likes that. to hurt people. A guy who likes to hurt people. Yeah, yep. Just scary, crazy. And then down the road, if you want to, you know, make him funny or whatever, at least the audience knows who he is. Mm-hmm. But they know originally that this character is supposed to be this crazy person. Right. Right. Because yeah, if it was. It was interesting that watching this match, it felt like the crowd didn't know how to react. It also felt weird that you have the guy whose catchphrase is shoosh 
facing a guy who doesn't talk. It felt like they couldn't. Like, how do you have any uh, back and forth when the guy's saying shush to the guy who doesn't say anything? Yeah. And, and, and it's funny that you mentioned the crowd. Uh, uh, I was going to mention this earlier that they just didn't see, they seemed fairly quiet most of the night. They didn't, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it other than they, they didn't, there were times where they came up and, you know, they started clapping and stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, they sat and watched. Right. Raw crowds seem to have that a lot Mm -hmm. where it's just kind of like people are just watching. They're not like going crazy. They're not like, you know, getting into it. And it's weird because it's not a WWE thing because I don't feel that was SmackDown. Right. SmackDown. I feel like crowds are usually hot. Yeah. Um, It's just weird. Yeah. No, it it just uh, tonight it felt more noticeable. Yeah. That's Uh, it was uh, they got hot near the end, though. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. get to we'll get to that in just a second. First, uh, we had a quick video about Cody Rhodes coming back and uh, his journey on the way back. Raj, you're a betting man. What do you think his odds are of winning the Royal Rumble? He's the guy, right? Who else? Um, Goldberg. Is him or the Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg. Look, hey, I'm a Goldberg fan. Uh, I'd be too. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I will support Goldberg until the end of time. I don't. I care. still, I still want to see Goldberg in Austin at some point. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> Me too. Wow. People don't. People who weren't there during that era. Yeah, uh, that's the dream, understand. man. Yeah, they don't get it. <laughs> if we're not like demolishing the road borders, I'll still pay for it. <laughs> well, I guess. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but uh. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, if they were able to do it. Uh, oh, I, my so, goodness. Yeah. You know, even though it would suck. But anyway, mm. uh, yeah, I, I, I just think Cody. Um, and you know what? Yeah. Like Cody is one of those uh, when I was trying to think of the biggest uh, stories of 2022. Um, Vince retiring is obviously number one. I, I feel like yeah. nothing can top that. But number two, I feel like it's Cody. Uh coming in mm-hmm. and leaving AEW is the first you know major person and AEW hasn't really been the same since Cody left like mm-hmm. the storylines haven't felt like every pay-per-view it feels like the main events coming together like the mm-hmm. week or two before it's not like you have all these weeks and weeks of build like you would have mm-hmm. before and right. uh it's, it's just been I, I just feel like his exit was a much bigger deal than mm-hmm. we might have thought at the time and and the video package they showed tonight of him and talking about his dad and the whole stuff, you know, that, that was, you know, you talk about uh, production value and one of the things that WWE does very well is those video mm-hmm. packages. And, and the one they did on for Cody tonight, you know, I thought was a home run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cody Rhodes, especially after I, I've been a fan of Cody for a long time. I was a fan of him in a W fan of him when he showed up, I lost my mind when he came out at WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> They, that, that was brilliantly done. Yeah. You oh, know, so good. When you when, when you know when people talk about Booker of the Year, I will say this: Vince had his few mm-hmm. months, like mm-hmm. April to June. He, that was a hot period. He mm-hmm. he booked Cody beautifully. Like that mm-hmm. was an amazing way that they did his return, uh, and and the, and the follow up. It, it was pretty flawless. Yeah, <laughs> and I think the that Hell in a Cell match with Cody. Oh. he that that to me that like i don't know the freight like legend legendified him something like to me like <laughs> dude, he's he's set he's a made man in my world like, he's, yeah. it was one of those things i hated watching it just because yes. i was like oh my god look at him like he, right. if, if he 
if he just misses one thing, you know, mm-hmm. if he's not able to put weight on his shoulder, you know, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be just the best thing for everyone involved. Right. If I do too many push-ups, I can't move my arms. And him just like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, I, I'm like that after too many false finishes. I go, okay, guys, <laughs> please go home. Like, don't make me count three. Going. This mat's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, fingers hurt. No, I'd rather count three than 72 twos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paid by the hour. Just wrap this up. <laughs> right. Uh, we do got a couple of super chats I want to get to. Uh, going back to Dexter, uh, Alvin Everett says, Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis, please. I'll put wow. them together. Uh, they were successful in NXT, but I like again, I don't, to Raj, your point, I don't know if anyone knows their story. It would just be like, oh, random. Mm-hmm. person you, right you have you have to reintroduce like i felt like tegan knox like they didn't reintroduce her and i, I felt like she kind of suffered because of it yeah. it was just kind of yeah i mean yeah you can get there but you gotta get there i guess right uh and amit saying with a super chat hello guys happy new year to all team of wrestling inc and the fellow audience raj you tweeted about three women wrestlemania matches today i'm confused what is the situation of sasha banks Okay, so uh, uh, by no means am I saying Sasha Banks is back with WWE. I have no idea uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, she's showing up for New Japan stardom this week. Um, I'm just saying if WWE was able to get her, um, that would be huge. Like having, uh, in my opinion, Ronda Rousey versus Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. and have Rhea Ripley destroy Rousey like uh, you had Lesnar do it with John Cena uh, at SummerSlam a few years ago. I think that would be like a a star-making thing. Uh, And Charlotte Flair and uh, um, geez, who did I say? Now I'm forgetting. And then uh, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. I think those are three like huge matches. Um, Mm -hmm. Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair was what I said. And uh, I just think those would be like they're different they haven't been done it'd just be huge in my opinion so mm-hmm. I, I but by no means do i think necessarily sasha mm-hmm. is going to wwe if i were to put money on it right now i'd i'd bet she goes to aew interesting uh we'll have to see how it plays out but uh right. go- so so she could appear on wednesday nights right before the main event Right. You know, I mean, and I had tweeted this the other day, like if 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 you bring in Sasha and you just and you don't have a plan, yeah, you will get that one to two weeks of buzz. But then you're just back to her being a cog in the wheel. You mm-hmm. need to have a real idea, a real big storyline, because, you know, you don't get the opportunities like this uh, that often. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and to your point, Jimmy, I, I just feel like AEW has not done, done the best job with the women's division. Mm-hmm. Most shows have one women's match. It's on before the main event in the death spot, the death mm-hmm. spot. And um, the, the, it, it, I don't know if they would be able to do her uh, return justice. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in my opinion, I think she should sign with whoever pays her the most. That's, yeah, that's right. I, think, I think that's her opinion too. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, if, if if I were booking it, I'd have Sasha come in and destroy Jade Cargill, win the oh. title, and then want the AEW women's title mm-hmm. and Jamie Hader avoid her. And then like she's trying to trying to get that and chasing her. I, I think that would be 
you know. Just... Are, you, are you listening, TK? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have uh, Dylan in the chat saying, uh, put Indy in damage control for a boost. Hmm. It, isn't that, was Xia Lee in damage control? Did something happen with that or am I mistaken? She attacked no. somebody, didn't she? No, no it's, it's, it's always been Bailey, uh, yeah. Yeah. Eo, and, uh, and uh, Dakota. I thought she did yeah. some kind of shenanigans where she got inside outside of the ring. Maybe I'm misremembering something, but there's uh, something about damage control that just isn't clicking in my right. opinion. Right. It's they're like not, they're there, they're there to be there, but mm-hmm. it's not it, like uh it, it, right. it doesn't when their music hits, you're not like, oh shit. Right. They they fail, <laughs> they're they're failing in winning matches that matter. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it, it when Bailey and I guess just real quick, they had a matchup versus Becky Lynch, and uh, of course, Mee Chin shows up halfway through, but mm-hmm. of course, the uh, damage control gets the win here. So mm-hmm. we'll just set that up. We got the tag team match. Uh, damage control gets this win, but Raj, you're about to say something, and I just want to say I was prefacing it by saying mm-hmm. they win these ones, but then when it's time for like Bailey winning the championship, they always fall short. Right. You know the problem I have with Bailey is. I just don't think you could really hate her. She just mm-hmm. is such a likable personality that if you're booing her, it's almost like you're just playing along as opposed to you're really booing her. She's just such a, I just don't think she like, she has mm-hmm. that, that personality where you really want to hate her like a Ronda Rousey or a MJ, you know, MJF or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. There, there are certain people where they can strike a nerve. I just don't think Bailey is that, I don't think she's a, a, a heel, in my opinion. Yeah, she's entertaining. I get, yeah, I get, I get your point, but at the same time, it's I do hear boos for her, which is you know a credit to her being able to get that, especially mm-hmm. as someone like you said who's who just looks like a likable person. <laughs> right. Yeah, she is. She is likable. I think I get what Raj is saying because she's a she does a good job of like saying mean things, but. Mm-hmm. It's almost so funny in the way she does it. It's like, cute. It's almost, yeah, I guess it's almost like someone you're like, I feel like Aww. it's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge every time she says it, you know? Right. Uh, I don't like she's being entertaining. She's being an entertaining yeah. bad guy. Come on, yeah. kids. Boo her. Yeah. Uh, I like Bailey, though, so I don't want to I don't. I love out, Bailey. But, but maybe yeah. that's the problem. I think is she's I love super Bailey, talented. So, right. Yeah. Um, what, Raj, what do you think about Meechin? Or... Um, and I'm, I'm space, Mia Yim. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what do you think about the name debacle? What do we call this person? I don't know. It, it's been kind of a a mess, I think. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and, and when you're doing that, when you're going back and forth constantly with the new, newer character, mm-hmm. how are the fans supposed to react? You know? Exactly. Yeah. So it, I, I feel like they're kind of chopping their legs off a little bit. Yeah, I I wish we we made the joke weeks ago that we wish they would just pick a name, and mm-hmm. I feel like they're still going back and forth whenever they call her, whether it's Mia Yim or Meechin or I guess those are the only two options. But uh, it, it, it allows you to, it allows you to play the home game where everybody ch- chips in and say, "Oh, what is she going to be called this week?" Uh, but and I and I haven't watched SmackDown uh, last week SmackDown yet, but they did that whole thing where the week before she was under hood. Was there like a payoff with that or when she, I mean, because they made it look like a surprise attacker, then it turned out to be her. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. 
Uh, well, speaking of surprises, Jimmy, this was the thing that I took away from this whole match setup here that I, I'm shocked more people were talking about. As Damage Control was walking to the ring, we saw Adam Pierce speaking with MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander in the background. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't know if you noticed that. Are we getting the Hurt business? Uh, obviously, we talk about seeds being planted. That's a huge seed that was being planted right there that maybe they are getting back together. And uh, uh, conspicuously mi- missing was Omos. I didn't seem to notice him. And I don't uh, because lastly, oh, well, I guess Omos too, because of yeah, yeah. MVP. Right. Yeah. So, you, you know, hey, maybe uh, he's trying to get the old gang back together again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'd be fine I'm, with that because I, I, I'm a. I think Shelton, you talk about underutilized talents. Shelton Benjamin is one. Cedric Alexander is great. And an MVP as, as their, their talking head, it just yeah. works. It just works. And, and clearly, like Lashley and Lesnar is still happening, right? Because he was the only person ever uh, to leave Lash, uh, Lesnar Ling after their match was over. Like that just never happens. Right. And uh, I think. Lashley is a heel, him with MVP, and then Omos in his corner. That's a cool mm-hmm. dynamic. You know, I, I just feel like uh, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander kind of been damaged a lot to where it gives them something to do. But mm-hmm. the Lashley, Omos, MVP dynamic, I think, could be mm-hmm. something pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what if, this is me fantasy booking. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, people are everywhere. But in one corner, you've got Cedric fighting someone. In the other corner, you got Shelton fighting so, fighting someone. Bobby Lashley's music hits. He comes out, and then they all stand together. And you're like, oh, it's hurt business. And they beat people up. I don't know. That would be cool. I, and that's I, the official, like, like they all, I, I They do it kind of like the old, uh, like when the ECW came together way back in the day, where they're all, like, in the ring, and suddenly they all, <laughs> like, oh, they're one team. Right. And then Lashley throws them all out. <laughs> <laughs> the Almighty, get out of here! <laughs> and then the bloodline shows up, and Lashley goes, "Man, I'm <laughs> out." <laughs> uh, we we got a couple uh, super chats here. Uh, one from Juan saying, "Asking is Cena versus Logan Paul a Mania top match?" Uh, mm. Jimmy, what do you think? Uh, I Not mean, made let's say it's a. Uh, third biggest match would you say it could be the third biggest match on the show uh, uh, i don't um, i i know that a lot of talk about logan paul but uh uh i think i think for wrestlemania this year if you if you're gonna have someone like the rock there potentially there and something like that uh this match falls further down the the list than 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 third let's put it that way what about you, Raj? You think it could be a top three? I mean, not maybe not main event either night, but could it be like the second biggest match on one of the nights? I know Logan asked for it on his podcast, but to me, Cena versus Austin—that's the one, oh. right? Like that. Everybody, a, Austin. Goldberg versus Austin. <laughs> yeah, CM Punk versus Austin. If you were able to get this release, oh. uh, but realistically, uh, Cena versus Austin could happen. There's no reason why it can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if, if Austin is training to come back, I, you know, for me, Logan Paul, uh, I'd love to see him in Seth Rollins. After seeing what Logan did with uh, Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel, I think him and Seth could just have a banger. Mm. And because uh, there's no natural big match right now, in my opinion, for Seth. So I think that's that would be awesome. Mm. 
Uh, we also got on uh, Alvin following that up with a uh, comment saying, what does Logan Paul gain from fighting John Cena? I think Cena should give the rub to the future of WWE like theory. Plus I'm praying for Charlotte Flair versus Liv Morgan at mania. Uh, I don't think every appearance needs to be given the rub to somebody, but right. If someone's at that level and you're giving them the rub, that's one thing, mm -hmm. but I, gosh, I, I just think Cena versus Theory does zero percent for ticket sales, right? Mm -hmm. Like right. Uh, Cena versus Austin, that's something you could tell your friends about. Like oh, that's yeah. two generations. That's and you talk about the the fan who has uh, kind of departed and hasn't been back for a while. That right. is a match that would probably get those fans. Oh, I got to right. come back for this one. Yeah, right. I I would say people talk about like the rub and stuff like that that's not what mania is for mania no. is supposed to be the as big of a star as big of a show as you can make it's not about right. like give this person a chance it's like what is the absolute most blockbuster thing we can do and the rub has to be done right just randomly mm -hmm. someone beating you yeah uh, you, if you have chad gable beat john cena it's not like that's really taken to the next level. It has to be a sustained push, you know, mm -hmm. or someone that's on the rise or, you know, uh, and then that, that win means so much more. And, and Jimmy, you know, I've never asked you about this, but this has been a hot topic in the last, uh, last few weeks, the Starcade 97 finish where mm -hmm. Hogan sting and, right. And they had that, the, the, the fast, the it, fast it was count. supposed to be a fast count, fast but it was count. a normal yeah. count. Yeah. I felt like it was a Hogan versus Andre moment that was just blown blown away. They mm -hmm. just screwed it all up. Yeah. And uh, Sting was never the same after that. And uh, mm -hmm. and uh, Bret Hart looked like a complete dunce being mm -hmm. there, restarting the match with what looked like a clean finish. Right. It, it, just, it just goes to show you sometimes that uh, back in the day when politics got involved, Mm -hmm. in wrestling how it could actually screw up things completely and that was something that screwed a lot of things up and it got people you know disinterested for lack yeah. of a better term so you know uh, that, that's why that's why i hate when when people start choosing sides and 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 i get talent trying to protect their their interests but then at mm -hmm. the same time you you know there's a way of doing business the right way and you know Back in those days, there were guys who just sometimes didn't do business the right way. No, that was a complete BS. I was very unhappy. I, I was a big WCW guy, a huge NWO guy. This was that's probably one of the most anticipated shows I'd ever seen. And I just the remember the climax like, of their the whole WCW thing was that night. Yeah, and they screwed yeah. it up. Oh, yeah. I was like, I remember like the next day, I was like. <laughs> like, like I was, what was that yeah I was, I, was, I was so upset Bret Hart was one of my all-time favorites I loved Hogan I love like I was like this is the best thing ever I was just like <laughs> Jack was wrong I don't want to talk about it <laughs> it was just it was, it was supposed to be the the uh the torch being given to Sting Sting mm -hmm. was I think people forget same same thing with Goldberg in '98. People forget how over Goldberg was in '98. He was gigantic, mm -hmm. but people forget how over Sting was in '97. Mm -hmm. He was huge when when he would come, uh, you know, from the rafters. People just went ape shit, and uh, yes. I mean, it was gigantic. Mm -hmm. and, right. it, and they had booked such a perfect storyline, such an easy ending, and then they screwed the one part mm -hmm. up. Yeah, and, and and see how you can screw up a, a huge with just one part 
yeah being screwed up because the build to that match was great yeah it was awesome yeah. yeah, I I always felt that if uh, WCW won the uh, the Monday Night Wars, we'd be talking about Sting more like we talk about the Undertaker today. Like I think yeah. that that would have probably been the way he projected had WCW continued and WWE was the one that hmm. uh, went away. He but just, uh, what, he wasn't the same after that. Like yeah. uh, I mean, they had him beat Hogan like a couple months later, and who remembers that? Right? No, no, they missed it. They missed the boat. It was mm-hmm. ah. So, ah, I'm so angry. <laughs> you ruined my day. Sorry. Sorry for bringing this up. Yeah. Uh, but we got, you know what? We got a super chat. We can fantasy book all we want. Dylan mm-hmm. Matthews, though, mm-hmm. he has a doozy. Scripps versus Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin. I think at Mania is what Dylan means to say here. Mm-hmm. I think print your money. Wow. Okay, I'm an old man. Who's Scripps? He's it's Reggie's new thing in NXT. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, you, Dylan. You you don't need to go out of your way to, uh, to look it up. <laughs> uh, but something you should look up if you haven't yet. It's Dominic Mysterio visiting oh. his dad for the holidays and getting arrested. Uh, that circulated a little bit uh, online before the show but today we saw fresh out of prison dominic mysterio a new man jimmy someone who uh prison changes a man it absolutely doesn't it changed uh, (laughs) dominic mysterio and you know ever since joining uh you know uh uh rhea ripley yeah mommy he's he's just been on a different plane right now he has really embraced this this new persona and this now you talk about the evolution of a character coming out of jail, hard time hardens a man. My goodness. You see with the toothpick and the whole bit, he he was again, he nailed it tonight. It was awesome. Raj, if Dom starts throwing that toothpick at people, I'm going to lose it. Oh man. He's crossed between Razor Ramon and Teal Hopper. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, Dom's, you know, Look, I, 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 Jimmy, I know you're in the boat. You're friends with a lot of the guys. You don't want to like rip on people a lot. Uh, and and Dom was one of those. I just uh, I, he was just so uninteresting to me before, and now he is just nailing this character. Him and Rhea, they're outstanding together. They're just gold together, and mm-hmm. I, I just feel like he has found his his calling his niche whatever whatever you want to call it he's he's been fantastic and Rhea's great uh this is this is one of those sammy bloodline things where it's just everything is clicking and i Mm -hmm. I love it and the the, i thought the christmas stuff was great dominic saying i can't you know i can't handle jail (laughs) (laughs) they got the tear tattoo oh i mean oh oh my god it was so good tremendous (laughs) <laughs> kind of like what you said at the beginning, Raj. Could you imagine at the beginning of the year saying, you know who the star of the Judgment Day is going to be? Dominic Mysterio. He's so good. Just so entertaining. Mm-hmm. That Whoever is the first to like, really give him a comeuppance moment is going to be the – the place is going to explode. They're going to love it. I, mm-hmm. I'm – I can't believe Dom is one of the, my favorite people in wrestling right now. It's fantastic. It, just just seeing the tra- sorry, Rod. Just seeing the transformation as someone who was there and saw him as a little guy at ringside. When, you know, you know, having fun with dad. Yeah. And, oh my goodness. Oh, that was tremendous. Just just watching the evolution of him 
right now is, you know, you talk about guys and you've heard me say this how many times before being able to do a twisting burning 450 hammer Phoenix splash and getting a, yay, Dom is getting over without having to do that stuff. And he's still getting over huge. Yeah. Oh, that I won't make it in prison thing (laughs) is is going like that. He's set. I I don't care what movie, I don't care how many rotations you get in your dive. Like Mm -hmm. I won't make it in prison. Yeah, Trump's it all seemed, of it. It seemed like a natural <laughs> spot for nails to reappear, but <laughs> him and Vince, you know, I think he might be a little blacklisted. But uh, <laughs> hey, Triple H is bringing everybody back, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> but man, Dom has just been—he's been outstanding in this, and I, I yeah. just feel like he's. Uh, you know, look, I, I I put out a tweet earlier today, and I thought I was actually—it's funny because I thought I was going to get a lot of hate. Um, <laughs> And I said, uh, I should actually read the exact thing, but basically I said, um, character and charisma ultimately is what matters. Mm -hmm. And whether it's AEW or WWE, I know people uh, say AEW, oh, you can be a great worker and you're you're not going to be in the main event pay-per-view spot unless Mm -hmm. you have charisma. That's why MJF just dwarfs over everyone, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have to have that. And you're starting to see uh, Dominic excel in that, and uh, and he'll, he'll he'll jump to the front of the line with it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah. that. Like I said, if you, whenever he gets that match where you know he's going to get beat up, <laughs> yeah. that's going to print yeah. money. It's going to print money. Like if his, if it's like, and when maybe, he beats Ray, oh, the place he's going to beat Ray. Oh They're yeah, gonna have, oh, he's gonna WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the place is going to boo so hard. See, I'm so excited. <laughs> but it's a funny thing that, that you say, Raj, uh, that he, because of his character right now, he jumps to the front of the line because he's killing it so good. Uh, but there's going to be that audience out there, the, the hardcore guys are going, oh, the only reason he's in the place he's in right now and in position mm-hmm. he's in is because of who his dad is and stuff like that. Right. And yes, we get it. His dad may have helped him, you know, get to get there. But it's up to you to to still, you know, right? Yeah, there's a lot of people with people uh, say that with with everyone. People who said that about Roman Reigns, like, oh, he was only on top because Vince pushed him, but he has he is clearly the top guy right now. Right? Yeah, uh, exactly. uh, At some point, it's do you move numbers? Do you move interest, or do you not? And Dominic's getting there. Yeah, he's he's figuring it out. Uh, (laughs) We got uh, we got. Theory versus Rollins for the U.S. Championship. Uh, both of them cut promos earlier in the night. We get a banger of a match that went for quite some time. Uh, one referee goes down, then another comes out, and Theory somehow finds a way to get behind the backs of both of them to do a low blow, mm-hmm. uh, hit the knee, and then hit the A-Town down to retain the U.S. title. Jimmy, mm-hmm. your guys, man. Why are uh. they looking? You know what? I don't mind the ref bump, the first ref bump. But, the, you know, unlike the first match, the referee, the second referee ran down fairly quickly. So at yeah. least somebody was watching the match so we can get that referee. And, yes, he went to go check on the other referee or duck something not to get hit. And we got the heel win by by um, a Theory, which is fine with me. And, and I got to tell you, they had a banger of a match. Mm-hmm. They had a heck of a match. But the whole thing is was – you know, Seth Rollins, I think, made 
Austin Theory tonight. Because yes, okay, he was already U.S. champion and the whole bit like that, won the money in the whatever money in the bank uh, briefcase, that sort of stuff. But he, you, you know, put his footprint on that championship tonight, thanks to Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins made him look like a million bucks. Yeah, right. Seth brings out a different level of Austin Theory, in my opinion. Like they are always, they, I mean, they're they're magic together, in my opinion. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Austin Theory, when he's in the ring with Seth, just he looks like uh, a, a million bucks. And, right. um, yeah, I, I, I thought great match. I think Austin mm-hmm. Theory, uh, he has it, in my opinion. I, um, mm-hmm. And Seth is very unselfish. He loses mm-hmm. a lot for, mm-hmm. he is arguably the number two guy in the company behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't count Brock Lesnar, it's Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, in my opinion. Yeah. And he, he, he lost a bunch of times to, uh, to Cody. Then he lost to riddle, you know, mm-hmm. and, and now to Austin theory, but he's one of those guys that he can keep losing because he's gotten this, this, level that it it doesn't hurt him at all but it does help him to get some big wins as well (laughs) you do got to get some dubs every now and again that's Uh the uh that is a very important important aspect of it but i mean when people are talking about cody coming back and them going back to him and him and rollins i think that's a terrible idea because you don't want cody to lose right off the bat coming back and you don't want rollins to lose again so Mm -hmm. it's no, yeah, they're both I, baby faces now. I agree with you. I think I was just I think Seth Rollins might be the biggest baby face in the company, right? I mean, I mean, if you're not counting the fact that we all love Roman Reigns, even though he's a bad guy, <laughs> Sami Zayn, Roman, yeah, outside yeah. of the heels, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, KO, you know, you can make a case for KO. I think Seth is bigger than KO. Right. I mean, did you hear like tonight they're singing his song, his whole mm-hmm. match, and like, I don't, I Rollins, I, I don't know. I'm a big Rollins fan, so mm-hmm. I won't beat that into the ground. I've never been a big fan of the whole cackling stuff, and yeah. it just, it, I love it, it. Just doesn't feel like natural. <laughs> but people, are, you know, again, I'm one of those guys that I will be like, hey, just because I don't like it doesn't mean like it's wrong. It's right. clearly working. Right. Uh, yeah, it's um, but it, it was interesting. Something that kind of hurt during this match. This theory said something about like called he called Rollins something like old timer or like uh, mm-hmm. it's not your time anymore, something like that. And it made me feel because I feel like I still think of Rollins as like a newer like wrestler, <laughs> like <clears throat> a newer generation. It's almost like oh man, no, me and Jimmy, is, yeah, he is getting old. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. You know when you think about uh, what year they they mentioned tonight, uh, when you think about how long Seth has actually been there, you go wow. You know he he actually it has been there. He's one of those guys in the locker room now that uh, hey, that's Seth's spot over there. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. don't, don't put your bag over there, kind of thing. That's right. Hey, Jimmy, when did you start in the business? I started, okay, I'm going to date myself badly here. I started working for the Toronto office uh, in 1985 Okay, okay. For, for Jack Tunney. And he was, uh, affili- he was affiliated with WWF at the time. Right. He so, did the, the Canadian. Stuff. Yeah. And I began refereeing. I remember it was February of 1987. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, for me, it was like 1996. Mm. 
and not even close to what you've done. <laughs> but, oh, uh, <laughs> I was typing on a keyboard. <laughs> Still am. Still Mr. Am. Mr. Bischoff. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 it's, so, I've, so I've been around a little while anyway. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Man, so, so you guys get it then when someone calls somebody. Yeah, it's not cool. Think it's old. <laughs> like it's not it's, it, they think it's an insult. It's like. Yeah, uh, he's see, still very young. He still has plenty yeah. of years ahead of him. You say old man. In my head, it, it's, yeah, seasoned veteran. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Someone that knows what they're doing. With, hey, you know what? Jack, we got to we got to plug uh, Practical Bunny by the time this is over. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do yeah. it now. Yeah. We're done. We're yeah. done with the show. Let's. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, we'll we'll wrap it up. This was a good episode. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I think we're done talking about the raw. Right? It's a good raw. Right? Any yeah, final good raw. From the raw? Yeah, it's good. It was good. Let, 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 do you, it, real quick. I did real real fast. Let's do these real quick. Um, uh, more of of the year awards. Who would you say tag team of the year? You're going to get mad. I think FDR. Okay. No, I'm not going to get mad. I think uh, there's, no, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Once we, yeah. once we turn off the call, you're going to yell at me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. Done on this. Just, you know, really unhappy about your tag team of the year. <laughs> but FDR, they haven't had any major pay-per-view matches, uh, right. just straight up tag team, except for the Forbidden Door. But, mm -hmm. okay. but they've they been going all over the place, winning championships but, uh, yeah, but... on the small scale. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like no one's watching. You yeah. know, they're yeah. they're matching with the Briscoes. You're talking about like no one's watching them. Mm -hmm. It's like Brisco, 25,000 people are. AAA you know, and there was Impact. And uh, I mean, all together. Name I, three champions in AAA. I, I think all together. Yeah, if you had all their, if you had everything together, they've got a good. 40,000, 50,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, I, I I put the acclaimed over FDR, actually. Really? Except I mean, they, they were I only mean, half the year. Yeah, that's the thing. Is Half the year. For I me, like... it's easy, the Usos. I mean, that's, it's like no no doubt. Well, Jimmy, what do you think? Uh, I, I, think I think the Usos. The Usos have established themselves. You talk about a team that evolved, especially after being champions for so long and still – Commanding that investment in them, but they, this this whole bloodline thing is just incredible. I mean, that's also a good answer. I'm not going to argue that answer either. It's <laughs> it's clearly one of those two teams, right? Hmm. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I, I, FTR is. I think I think they're an incredible right. tag team. But you know, when you talk about getting me invested in not only their matches and their their presentation in the ring, outside the ring, in on the microphone, the whole storyline thing. Uh, you got you got to go Uso, Usos, yeah. I, and I know people don't like the term sports entertainment, but that's exactly what this is. And the yeah. Usos are people uh, could have bangers in front of no people. Yeah, if, you know, it's the if, if a tree falls, it doesn't make hey, a sound. It's if, kind of... if yeah, if nobody saw it, it was it still five stars? <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> it's it, it's like very much like Roman. Like I'm not going to argue anyone who says the Usos. Man, that's fair yeah. too. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and match of the year. Well, we'll finish with this one. Well, I gotta uh, go hell in a cell, Cody. Yeah, that one I think I'm gonna be thinking about. Like that one, that one's gonna stick with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're I, not counting Vince McMahon coming out of retirement to beat <laughs> to, when he to, beat Pat McAfee to beat oh, Pat man. McAfee, it's either Vince and Pat or. <laughs> yeah. No, but that hell in a cell was again. You talk about uh, uh, making a guy Cody establish himself. Unfortunately, getting hurt, but still. It's weird because, uh, you know, when this year, it's rare that 
the top three I'm thinking about are WWE. Usually, you know, uh, you I'll, I'll have a, AEW is usually one or two, mm-hmm. but I felt like this year AEW matches didn't have that drama going to it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. felt like Logan Paul versus Roman was outstanding. Uh, mm. Like you said, Cody and Seth. And right. then uh, I thought uh, Seamus and Gunther also. Was oh, just, what a, yes. Just outstanding. Yeah, so. WWE had a great year in the mm. ring. I feel like there just was. Just in general, they had a great year. They had or, a, uh, yeah, I guess in general, all around, really. they There was an AEW match that was really good that I can't think of right now, which isn't mm. a good selling point for what I'm trying <laughs> to say. But I Because I, I, I get, I'm like, wait, wait, was that ROH? Was that AEW? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. FTR and the Briscoes, they had bangers. Um, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think W's best match. They had a lot of good ones. For yeah, sure. they did. Yes, it's just, you know, again, there's the problem. It's, it's it's not standing out enough where you say, I remember this particular match. Right. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's, yeah, that's the thing is like, I think, and that's the thing we talk about the, like just buying in the whole Cody Rhodes. For me, that Hell in a Cell, I, for all the reasons I hated watching it or all the reasons why I think it's going to stick with me forever mm-hmm. as a match that was just like, oh my God. Like, you know. It was so gross when he took off his, his cape. And then when he did <laughs> it, was perfect though. Like the slow <laughs> reveal. Like, oh. the, the whole crowd was just like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of complicit if something happens. Cause... <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I feel like we're all partaking in a crime. <laughs> Oh, that oh, was man. yeah. Uh, so that was probably all oh, those are great, but in the moment, though, I will say my soul left my body when Vince McMahon actually got in the ring in WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't care, but he took his, <laughs> I was losing my mind, I was completely unbearable to sit next to. Uh, <laughs> if you Austin, were one of the people next to me, was, was uh, I was doing the yeah. thing where you grab their shoulder and like, Shayla's is kind of bad. Can you believe? I was like, that's happening. I was like, I was like a his first WrestleMania win, right? That was the first time he's ever won. I I was like, like a teenage girl at a Beatles concert. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so uh, so this is a pretty good episode. (laughs) We digress. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, good episode all around. Thank you to everyone for watching. Um, you can find us, uh, uh, of course, here on Wrestling Inc. Make sure to follow at Wrestling Inc. You can find us for the NXT after show tomorrow, the Dynamite after show on Wednesday, the SmackDown Rampage after show on Friday. Thank you to everyone who's been joining us. Uh, Ricky uh, Palab, am I saying that right? Uh, Jeroy J. Uh, we got Baby Ice, Night One, Chris mm-hmm. Aldridge, uh, and everybody else, Francesco, Dylan, uh, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Rocky. Yeah. And and before we go, before we go, say, I was going to say, Raj, <laughs> yeah. where can the world follow you and all the cool stuff you're working on? Check me and Jack out on Practical Money, uh, oh. YouTube.com at, at Practical Money. Um, I've been investing for over 30 years and just sharing uh, stuff that's worked for me, stuff that hasn't. Me, uh, Jack has changed mm-hmm. some of this, you know, like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've changed some of my banking because of it. Yeah. Yeah. And some of it's just very simple stuff like, you know, look at your savings account. Are you not earning 3%? Right now, you should be. If you're not, you got to listen to it. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
index funds and and mm. credit cards and how to get out of debt and you know just stuff that i did and uh you know me and jack have done and uh mm -hmm. discussing it and uh it's not investment yeah. advice it's just stuff that we've done and the stuff that's worked and you know check it out cool yeah i definitely for whatever your investment level is you should check it out we do a good job at least i think of talking about things that are both for beginners and for people who have already started just again stuff that we've done in the past have worked for us and mm -hmm. stuff that uh if you're interested or curious maybe you could ask some questions as well that's practical money uh on youtube check that out and this this week i'm gonna just reveal my favorite investment of all time so it's a good cool. one you're good everyone uh, that i feel like everyone should do my daughters i have them doing it so mm. it's uh cool. Yes, yeah. it's it's a good one. I have a sneak peek. I know what it is. So, <laughs> so we will talk about that. But before we go, Jimmy, where can the world find you? Obviously, you can find me here on Monday nights and Wednesday nights, uh, talking post raw, talking post dynamite, and uh, from Monday to Friday, you can find me on all my social media platforms doing my ref and rants. Where, like I always say, it's not to tear down; it's to critique, to help, and have some fun as well in my critiquing. And uh, who knows? Got some other stuff in the uh, some. Irons on the fire. Is that how, is that how the term goes? Irons in the fire? Or yeah. Fires in that? Yeah. Irons hands and pies is more yeah. my... Uh, okay. I prefer the old Something hands like and pies. Oh. In the... <laughs> yeah. Who knows where you might see me next or hear me next, wherever. You are the best, Jimmy. We love having you. Oh, I, I love doing this, man. This is fun. Uh, always good chat with you guys. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate everyone who's joining. I appreciate all those like, comment, share, subscribes that I'm sure we're going to get as soon as we're done here. Mm -hmm. uh, but thank you to everyone. That does it for us. And we will see you guys tomorrow for the NXT After Show. Mm -hmm. Be there. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.